Unscripted. Unshackled. Uncouth. What you're about to hear is for mature ears only. It's Miguel Fuller. I would show anything. I'd show my hee-hee and my hoo-hoo oh. and my ha-ha. <laughs> Holly O'Connor. Hey, Daddy, you want to take this to the bedroom? And Scotty the Body. I am officially not only the grill daddy, but I'm a hot grill daddy. Oh, wow. It's the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast. Only from Hot 101.5, Tampa Bay's new hip music. What you laughing at, Scott? He's just over there rumbling and stumbling. Girl, there's a million things I'm trying to plan right now, so I'm just like, which paper is this thing we're doing on? I get it. It's still funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Hey. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Welcome. And I hear there is a new intro coming. Finally. I was going to say, I think that's, it's anytime now. I think uh, Danny, or yeah, Danny, he said that it's coming by the end of the week. Oh, okay, good. There you go. Yeah. See, I told you. Just, yeah. you know, keep it real nice and concise. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's- Holly, why don't you like that one? It's, I'm, I'm over it. Well, I'm yeah, so but- over a being like, hee hee, I'm a ha ha, I'm a hoo hoo, what's a ha? Like, it's, I, I am so over it. And I have always hated, hey, daddy, want to go to, like, it's stupid. I can't, actually, I don't even like the intro now that I think about wow. it. Wow. Oh. Okay. All right. I'm done. I'm done. It's just that it went for too long. Mm. And maybe, like, the, the ha-ha-hee-hee thing was super funny, mm-hmm. but it's not funny anymore. My thing I never really liked. I do like the grill daddy. I don't feel like that burned as fast as the other ones, but the, uh, oh, it's just... Too many. Okay. Okay. Too many times with the hee hee and the hoo hoo. How's everyone doing? <laughs> I was like, go ahead, get it out, girl. Get it, honey. Sorry. No, don't be sorry, girl. You feel the way you feel. It's good. Um, I will say though, apparently that hasn't impacted us impacted us too negatively because in uh, June twenty twenty one for the podcast magazine Hot Fifty. We have jumped from podcast ranking number 46 to 22 hey! for June of 2021. That Look is at that. delightful. That is insane to me. I know. I mean, and these are some like big national podcasts that are on this list that I listen to. Oh, really? That I'm like, whoa, we're in the same lane as these people this is crazy yeah and these are like and not just because we're not good but these are like national podcasts and so i'm like right wow this is really cool yeah so if you would please go vote for us for the next month and where is it a podcast magazine it's there uh you go to podcastmagazine.com got it slash uh hot 50 and you can vote uh and it's this month's top 50 podcasts as determined by podcast fans. That's so I cool. Like it. Oh, thank wow. you for voting. So thank you so much. Uh, between that and you and the Platypus Posse um, <laughs> leaving reviews on iTunes and stuff like that and Spotify, it just really, 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 really helps the podcast. So thank you so much. Absolutely. Um, so we got a lot of things to cover in a short amount of time. So let's get right into it. Yeah. First off, we revealed something really big this morning on the show. Yes. Boom. Yes. Who would like to come forward as saying their life change? Holly. Okay, nope. yeah, no, it's me. Yes, um, <laughs> you, it's you, it's you. Uh, the, well. Bitch, it's your ass. Okay. 
I am officially exclusive mm-hmm. in a relationship with my uh, former Wait. lady friend. I thought we weren't saying relationship. And it, you know, it's just kind of funny. Her and I were slowly, like, growing. Because when this all started, she was the one that was really like, no. Like, no, like, I don't do this and everything. And as the time has grown, it's just funny watching her, like, kind of change the way, like, I'm learning on, you know, she what she wants. She likes you. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I, I think relationship, I could say relationship because that's what it is. And yes. I told her that over the weekend. I was like, yeah. You know, if somebody asked, like, yeah, I'm in a relationship. And I got asked a ton recently because I did a and a I was like, are you single? Are you? I was like, no, I'm not. I'm seeing someone. Not so single. It's, a, it's officially exclusive where. In a relationship. We did, had that discussion where it's like, yeah, I want you. You want me. Like, that. let's do that. Let's mm-hmm. do this. So is there anything today in 2021 that's the equivalent to, uh, what, six, seven years ago when it was, like, really important, your Facebook status? Oh, like, is, making it Facebook mm-hmm. official? Is there anything that's equivalent to that now? Like, I've seen a few people put, like, on their um, Insta bios, you know, like, mm. uh, boyfriend or girlfriend to this or husband or wife to this. Um, is there anything that's equivalent to that now? I think the first, like, the one that's going to be like, damn, is when I post about her. Like, that mm. will be the moment where it's like, all right, welcome to my world. And you haven't done that yet. I have not. However, <laughs> she's done it for you. Yes, which is cool. Again, what I'm talking, like, that's the funniest thing about this whole thing is because, you know, she was very adamant in the beginning of, like, I don't date, I don't do this. And then, exactly, she posted about me. And I, she asked me, she's like, do you mind? I was like, not at all. Like, that. this is awesome. The fact that you feel this way for me, like, I, because I know her that well, I'm like, that is a huge moment. I am honored. Please. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm doing it a little slower on my end because I know, like, every little step, I think, I think there's just a, a bunch of eyes that are just like, whoop, Well, whoop, not whoop. saying that, uh, this was tough. You're a radio personality, okay? Yeah. So, like, obviously, she is a great woman, has a great job, all this. But maybe um, uh, in her life, there aren't as many. Um, I'm not saying you're a celebrity because I never want to say that we're celebrities. No, no, no. But no. at the same time, when you make moves like this, it's like someone's going to call you out and want to know more details. Absolutely. And so for someone on your end of things, or I would say the same thing for Miguel or myself, you got to be a little more delicate with. How you go about it. Yeah, and that's what I'm trying to do this time because I know, like, the last time I was in a relationship, I mean, it was just, I came on the show in one. And so there was never even a question of balance, and that's what I really want to make sure. Like, every little step I take, I'm really trying to communicate with her, let her know, like, what I kind of expect to happen mm. to kind of allow her to, like, you know, either be ready for it, kind of brace herself a little bit, like, right. what might she happen. she sign up for all of this. Yeah, and that's what I've been, you know, I've talked to her about it. Like, my next person, I, you know, you in my life, like, I want you... To be okay with the things I do, I want to make sure I'm communicating with it and that it's okay on both terms and that every step that we take, we're able to talk it through. That's the biggest thing for me right now. And it's like for when I decide to make that post, like it's going to be it's gonna be a big deal because a lot of people have watched my journey and they're like, oh, wow, okay, like who is this person going to be? And it's exciting. And some people have figured it out and some people know and they've given me a lot of cool congrats and I love that. And that time will come. I think it's going to come a lot sooner than I thought it was. And so... It's just a matter of now when, and that will come in probably in the next like month or a couple months. We'll see.
Probably sooner than that because I get pretty antsy. I was gonna say antsy. it's it's like a weird thing, and like if she because she posted. Yeah, I would be really mad if I were her. I mean, granted, but we've you learned. Be. I, that's the difference in this. I do not want the pressure of like you have, and she's not like that. But you have to post about me all this. Like, no, no, not at all. But I'm just saying that first. Po- like she stuck her foot out there. Yes. And it's like I'm not saying that you got to post about me all the time. But like, but it, it I've acknowledged feel, it. Right. It feels like a little uneven where. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, it's not like I did this, so you owe me that. Right. It's more about like a balance. You but see if us you, on the same level. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Where it's I get not that. like, um, like she's out here being like, I'm in it. Here's mm-hmm. my post. Right. Yeah. And you're like, Okay. Tell anybody that I'm in it. Yeah, yeah, no, I think that's okay. So that's what I'm. I was just kind of thinking through like an hour ago because you know she texted me after we talked about it on the air and everything like that. I'm rewiring my head on how I go about it because you know again, like when we first started talking, she kind of helped me rewire that she was not about it. So I like put myself in that perspective. I was like, all right, she is not going to be about it, and I got to be very delicate on the steps that I take with her mm-hmm. because I don't want to like scare her off. Be like, oh, I want this serious thing because I knew that was not the route she wanted to take. So now that she's kind of changing her thought process, I am now going backwards and rechanging mine of like, oh, she is more okay with this. This is not going to spook her, you know, to be like, okay, too much pressure. Now I feel like she's like, she's about it. So now I'm kind of reworking myself to be like, okay, it's okay. Like, this is not going to freak her out when she gets put into this world. But I, it will happen a lot sooner now that she did it. And now that we had that conversation that we're exclusive and now that I'm being more open, like, yeah, I am dating someone. Mm-hmm. Now it is okay for me to do that. And I mean, I'm ready to go. I have the, the picture, the pose that I want to do. Oh, so you have it in your head. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's ready to, you know, fire well, off. Then what are you waiting for? Well, n- again, it's just, you know, step by step. I just put her on. I didn't put her on my Insta story yesterday, but I, I gave my public, you know, like I am with somebody. So I don't want it to just be a complete frenzy. Is it fear? I think it. I think it's just fear on like, not mm, again. You know, it's just I don't want. Hmm. I don't think the reaction is going to be bad. I think the reaction is going to be. I don't know. Yeah, just you never know what people are going to like. They're going to be like go right to her and swarm. And again, it's just a lot. It's just a lot. And I've seen that before. So I just don't want are it to you, be too much overwhelming I, I guess for her. I'm trying to. I'm trying to like. <laughs> Ship at your trauma real right. quick because you keep saying again and i'm like well no you haven't really said it you're talking around it and so i'm trying to understand like what is it is it fear of people going to like find out everything about her oh is no. it people that you've dated in the past that you're afraid are going to attack her is it just is it the fear, fear of, of like loss where like what if you put yourself all out there and then she leaves and you, that's a pretty, that's tender for you. We don't need anybody else to leave. <laughs> so, like, is it that fear or is it a fear for her? Is it a fear that once you commit to the post, then there's no going back and you still are giving yourself a little bit of chance to go back here? I, this, I'm just curious. And maybe you don't know, which is fine. Right. I guess, maybe I think the first and foremost, I think it's a fear just like I don't want to overwhelm her. That's been the whole process of like, okay, mm-hmm. like slowly but surely, like letting people into my life and like, you know, I let her meet my family and my best friends and all that. So that was like, I'm just like, I like this whole like taking little tiny baby steps of right. like, okay, you know, we get and a little no bit, little bit closer, a little bit closer. And then again, because weirdly enough, that is that official, like Facebook official. Like when I post you, like I put you up on my, like, everybody sees and I, I'm proud of that. And so when that moment happens, you know, I don't want to go back now. It's just like, that is fully like, okay, I am taking this to that next level. And we just had the conversation this past, like, couple, like, week, two weeks, 
And so now I feel like I'm getting ready to do that. I wasn't ready before because I didn't know that this was going to, you know, become this. I didn't know where she was at with it. Right. But now I do. And so it's kind of like, okay, I don't want to overwhelm you with, you know, my life. But also, like, once I do it, it's going to be, it's a big deal for me, pretty much, I guess. So, and same for her. But I think, yeah, now we're at that level where it's like she did it. Okay, I see exactly. Like, you are as in it as I am. Cool. I trust you. Do you think that you were in it more than she was for a while? Mm, no. no. You were well, kind of even? Yeah, I think we're even. I think we're going. We didn't expect ourselves to get into this position. And like, that's, that's, the, that's beautiful. I mean, sometimes. That's, and I do love that. Yeah. I love how it's like that's the best part of how it's naturally happened where it's like, oh, we're just we're hanging out twice this week. Okay. Oh, I just seen you third, third time. Oh, I FaceTimed you just because I felt that urge to do it. And yeah. so now... What's fun is, like, I'm just finding myself, I don't feel pressured to do the post. That's the key. Like, I don't want to feel pressured. I want to feel like I'm like, man, boom, here we go. I want to do it. Because I had that urge this weekend, which was awesome to feel that again, to be like, I want to bring you to, like, to my world. You want to show her off. Exactly. And so now that that feeling's happening, now I'm getting ready to do it. And I, I'm, just know I, I don't want you to take this in a in a wrong way. Like, I don't want you to take my questioning oh, no. in a way that, like, I'm making you feel pressure or anything. <laughs> no. Because I have a—one um, of my best friends is um, in a relationship, has been like you, where it was so slow. It's been about four years now, and oh. she basically just ascertained that she had a boyfriend, like, in March. Oh, yeah. But there's trauma there, and she yes. knows it. Uh, and she doesn't want, like, she doesn't want to post about it on on social because she doesn't want anybody in the comments to, um, there's like a certain, I don't want to give her story, it's not mine to share. So she had a, a particular thing go, go on with her life, and she's afraid, not afraid, but doesn't want in the comments anybody to say certain types of triggering phrases about it to her because she's like, leave me alone. It, this is it's my life. I don't yeah. want you to ask me questions a about bit of fear it. Of that. Yeah. So, um, and I totally respect that because you got to go with whatever your relationship dictates. Yeah. So I understand, and I'm not pressuring you to do it. I'm just also, and I think Miguel might feel the same way. As radio hosts, it's kind of our job in the business that we're in to ask you all the questions. Oh yeah, and that's why pick and probe. I love to be picked and probed in a weird way, but I also like again, like I wanted to talk about it on air before like let everyone kind of in before yeah. all of a sudden it's like, "Wait, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, Scott's in a relationship. It's ah. all over his Instagram." And it's like we never even discussed it what mm-hmm. it is, and now it's like, "Cool." And again, I'm getting used to even saying that. Like yeah. that is a cool feeling. I'm excited for it cuz It's so I, exciting. It is. I'm like, "Wow, as this is just happening." Like, "Okay, cool." Well, to me, and it's really interesting about how people go about relationships differently. And, you know, we've been doing this long enough to know that when I give advice, when Holly gives advice or Scott, you gives advice, we are coming from our own individual uh, traumas and life experiences. life experiences that we've been through. So that's why I always find it interesting to talk to people about how they arrived at certain conclusions because it's usually, because we're different human beings, completely different from any experiences that I've had. And so watching this has been fascinating. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, if I had to compare it to my relationship with Abe, it's like night and day how you all took your time and you were like, do, do, do. Whereas Abe and I were like, whoa, this is like powerful. Like, this is real, real, real different. 
And then, boom, it was like we're in a relationship. And I remember throughout the beginning stages of our relationship, like the first like eight months, Abe kept being like, what are you? Like, what is this? I've never felt this. And I'm doing things that I would normally never do. Yeah. Because Abe is such a like, I don't want to say like flippant person, but like he's not moved by a lot of things easily. And so for him to sort of make these decisions uh, the way that our relationship started was so different than anything he'd experienced before. And so that's why watching you and your lady friend go through this has been really interesting because it's so different from what I experienced with Abe. And so that's why I ask these questions because I'm like, I, I would feel so differently about that than how you all do it. But it obviously doesn't make it wrong. It doesn't make it right. It's just different. Yeah. And it's just so curious to me on how you go about it. Both yeah, no, I've never done anything like this. That's yeah. also part of it where it's like I've never just had something kind of like not feel the pressure to make another move or go something so casually that you didn't have any thought of it turning into it. Then it just does. And you're like, I really like this. And it's cool that you have a person with you that's. It feels the same. Exactly, yes. And I'm sure, Miguel, you know, when you first got together, some of your friends or our listeners were probably like, what the hell is he moving so fast for? Oh, right. Oh, yeah. So, like, there's always going to be someone that doesn't get it. Right. So, all the blessings. Um, We're going to have to get to um, what we're going to call her. Yes. On the uh, next podcast, because I am, I have some thoughts. I have some thoughts, too, because, like, that's also part of my thought with the post. Like, when I put her public on my social media, like, her name's going to be out there. Right. So, like. Unless you don't tag her at first, I guess. I mean. I mean, because here's the thing. And, I mean, you know, we always go behind the scenes on the podcast as opposed to on the air. But, like, the only reason why we gave names to people at the beginning was because of, you know, my emotionally needy ass back in the day who was a serial dater. And so I would have these situationships for, like, a month. Yeah. And so I would, like, talk about the different things that would happen. And then all of a sudden that person would be gone and we were never exclusive and then it'd be a new person. And so our consultant. And nobody could remember names like, oh, I went out with Jim. I went out with Bob. And then and you're like, wait, who's Jim? Remind right. me who Bob is. And I was also dating at that time, too. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, but you can't keep track of names. And it also doesn't work when you're like, guy one, guy two. Do you remember guy three? Wait, do you remember back a guy one? Right. What the hell are you talking about? So you're right. Our consultant was like, give them nicknames so that it reminds you in an instant who you're talking about. So that's why in the past I had Mr. Moneybags and Abe used to be Mr. Silver Fox. He was Silver Fox. I, Mm -hmm. at the time back when I was dating, I had Shakespeare. We had Mr. Personality. (laughs) So we had like names for people. Mm -hmm. I mean, it can still work because obviously a lot more people listen than follow me on social media. So like that works too. But like Mm -hmm. that's what I thought. There's it. I don't even know if we need it in the capacity like we did for that because it's not like you're shuffling through win- like that time has passed. Like if we were gonna yeah. if we we're gonna name names on the air, that's when we would have done it. Yeah. When should you were single, been six months ago. shuffling hey. through ladies. Just saying, it should have been six months ago oh, when you were going through. Some oh stuff. yeah, well, we didn't okay. name I mean, I'm just name. saying we didn't say All anything right. about anybody. I mean, it was a couple of names that we could have talked about. Okay, what's up? I don't even know if we need it now. Um, but. While um, I dial this person up, Holly, do you want to give sort of the backstory about who we're about to talk to? All right. We are about to talk to a college friend and uh, former sorority sister of mine. 
and her name is Amanda. Now, you will remember, Amanda, if you used to listen to our podcast last year during oh. the pandemic. The, I don't remember the exact date. Maybe I can see here. Real it was quick. very early on. It was like at the, in the beginning of April. So mm-hmm. it's been a, a little over a year that we talked to Amanda mm-hmm. because she had she was one of the first up, people though. we knew who had COVID. Hi. Oh, hello, Amanda. Hi. Good morning. Hi. Hello. It's us. We're sort of just giving the backstory and explaining. Uh, who you are. Yeah. So um, before we get more into you, Amanda, so I was saying, you know, you were one of the first people we ever knew as a show, as a as an individual myself, that actually had COVID. And, um, yeah. you know, you your COVID case was hellacious. Mm, yeah. And so what we did a, a little over a year ago, it would have been early April, um, in the pandemic, and, you know, we talked to you about, like, what does it even mean? Because nobody was actually talking to people who had this, uh, the sickness and the illness. And so when we had Amanda on, I mean, just being absolutely honest, she sounded like shit. Yeah. Poor Amanda sounded <laughs> yeah. like. It was scary. It was scary. You couldn't breathe. Mm-hmm. It felt like you were two seconds away from having to hang up with us and call 911. Um, it was very traumatic, and we'll get into that. Uh, fact that it was traumatic. Um, but so anyway, we talked to you and you, I think, helped us all realize this is some serious shit. Right. Well, and it's, to me, Amanda, before you start, I think the thing that just sort of stuck with me about your story was that you were early on very careful. I mean, yeah. from the very beginning, I remember yeah. you telling telling us about how you, you know, quarantined, you would wipe down things that were delivered to your house and you still got it. And that's what made me take it more seriously yes. after we talked to you on that podcast. Maybe, and this would require some work on your part, Miguel, so I don't know. We could, like, pull a clip of her from that podcast and insert it. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. I'll make a note. And so if you're listening now, um, if you're on the video on YouTube, you'll have to go to the audio side to hear that. But, yeah, I'll, I'll include a little clip of that. It might be good. Amanda? Hi, Amanda. Hi. Oh, my gosh, Holly. <laughs> Girl, I'm so sorry that you're dealing with all of this. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. Better me than others. Well, listen. <laughs> if you at any time have to go, just hang up, and we'll—I will text you and make sure you're okay. But if you're like, okay. my chest hurts, mm-hmm. I don't feel like doing this anymore. Just, just, just leave. We don't care. Like this is not on. The, this is our podcast. So, um, okay. We just kind of wanted to see what was going on. Um, so. Can you, and I, I don't want to make you talk a whole lot, but can you kind of go over the what, the first post that I saw that you said that you had this? You don't just have COVID-19. What else is going on? Yes. So I have a sinus infection, bronchitis. Um, I did have pneumonia in my left lower lung. And then Monday we found out um, just by talking to my doctor that the pneumonia also was in my right lung due to just how I was feeling. And then, of course, I had all the symptoms of COVID-19. So my where I'm at, um, they are not, there's so little testing, and they're saving those tests for the medical staff and also the elderly cancer patients and those that are <laughs> in um, respiratory um, distress. So my ER doctor diagnosed me as positive just because he's seen it so much. Mm-hmm. Mm. And 
I was reported as positive without even having the test. Oh, wow. Do you have any idea where you got this? How did you pick it up? That is the craziest part. I have been working from home for, for, for two weeks, and I'm not a stutterer, I promise. It's just sometimes no, you can't breathe. I, do, so I like, get it. <laughs> no, I totally it get it. I'm, like, clutching my chest, by the way. I just feel so badly <laughs> for you. Uh, so um, I we got sent to work from home, which was such a blessing, and then I've been on isolation, so I would only run out to grab groceries and was trying to stock up for like a month's time. <laughs> and um, I would grab gas, but I would use like an old coat in my car and throw it away. I was like, oh, don't want it anymore. Mm-hmm. And then I ran to like go get medicine. And I was the only one that was so dil- diligent over um, everyone. I threatened to go over to my family's house and parallel park them in the driveway if they mm. didn't stop leaving. Right, right. So I was the one out of everyone I knew that was taking it the most serious. Right. And yet I'm the one that got it. Oh but better me than them, I say. But anyway, um, so all that to say, I got um, a message. In, I think it was like an Instagram DM or something from one of our um, M&H fan members. And it's MJ Hilton. Uh, it was on Facebook. She said, I apologize for interrupting your time away from work. She wrote me over the weekend. I was like, it's okay. Thank you. Um, she said, Aww. for a few months, I've been wondering about a friend of yours. Back at the pa- back when the pandemic began, you and Miguel spoke with a female friend of yours who lived in Ohio, I believe. She had, at the time of the interview on the radio, a horrible case of COVID. I, was, I have been wondering how she is. If possible, would you please let me know? So... Our fam members are invested, Amanda. Well, at least one of them is. But I'm sure your story resonated with others because that was a powerful podcast. So um, I think first, how are you right now? I'm doing okay. I think that I have good days followed by really horrific days. And I just take it, you know, minute by minute, hour by hour, day by day. Okay. Um, obviously, okay. I'm a lot better than last time when we talked, obviously. Yeah, you sound great, um, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just, I, like, barely even recall that, like, talk. I mean, I know we talked, but, gosh, I was so out of it, you know? Yeah. Um, so, that, yeah. And so, you, physically, <laughs> how long did it take you because okay so we're talking about like someone who was so incredibly sick with covid and now has like the long hauler symptoms okay so um how long did it take for you to get to a place physically of feeling like you were sort of out of the woods oh that's a really really good question um and i think oh gosh to get, probably to get out of the woods. Um, I don't even know how to answer that. Wow. Um, well, I think that like last May, June is when I felt like, okay, okay. I'm, I'm going to be okay. Right. Um, I had a, a night in the ER where, and I always pronounce it wrong, but it's like a, 
type token storm or something where it basically your body is attacking itself. Mm. And so it's very scary. And after that happened um, and I was basically dying, um, like the COVID went away. But then you had all those after effects. Mm -hmm. So, and that's what flared up, like, all, like, I do have long haulers still, but I also have all these medical conditions, too. So, um, I finally have felt somewhat back to me, I would say, just about a month ago. Wow. So, we're talking about over a year. Yes. And I still, like, yesterday I was in bed all day. It just took me down. Um, and yeah, cause I still have like long haulers, um, COVID long hauler. Like I still don't have my sense of smell back. It's been like 13 months. Oh, um, yeah. what are and some of the other issues? Cause down. are you dealing with, yeah. um, please just stop me if I'm going too far and you're like, mm, yeah. no thanks. But you're dealing with other things, other, <laughs> um, like physical stuff. And I'm going to get to your mentals in just a minute, but we're dealing with some other physical yeah. things that happened sort of right do i want to say as a result of covid yes so they think so the doctors don't really know much about covid so we don't know like the long after effects like this is going to cause on any of our bodies um so that's scary yeah and then you don't know when you're going to technically like recover from long haulers Mm -hmm. you know because they still have symptoms of covid and then on top of that, we think like that storm I had that one night in the ER, that's what caused like fibromyalgia, um, chronic fatigue syndrome. Um, just like all of these, we're like, it's like a notebook page along of like all these crazy medical conditions I have now, like a typical facial pain, um, psoriasis syndrome um i fall a lot and then i'll sprain my back like that's Mm. weird and hurtful like it just hurts so you have like all of these medical conditions like your um my brain doesn't work the way it used to my speech isn't that great um sometimes i don't remember um words or yeah and I, i mean like i used to be in radio like you guys so it's just really messed my whole like, I'm not who I used to be. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That I think that's a great way to yeah. put it. Yeah. And I think that's a great way to kind of turn it a little bit to the mental side of things, which obviously that was a huge trauma. Like, you almost died multiple times. So, like, you've got all this trauma, mm-hmm. and it's it's affected every part of your life. Yeah. So not only did it affect me, like, physically um, and, like, the long after effects of it, but also mentally, because you're fighting this alone. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, you're not sure. Um, I'm in Indiana. So, like, we, so I got it, like, 1st of April. And so we were denied testing, and you know. Um, and then when I finally could get tested, it was out of my body. And so I never had that positive test but so many doctors and my doctor and stuff were like you have it there's no denying like we see it in the lungs Mm. um yeah so but then I've had people um like my loved ones not believe it Mm. um so you have that mental thing you've had relationships really 
filter because I did it so publicly because I wanted to help everyone right. not get it. I wanted them to know like how severe it is. Mm. And so, um, so that's been like mentally like the trauma. Um, then you have thoughts of suicide. You're like, oh, I should have just, you know, gone that night. Why did I come back? Um, and you have the anxiety, the panic attacks. I mean, it's just so like it's so much mentally. But that's why I've been in therapy for over a year. Um, I have a great therapist, but I also have a great psychiatrist as well. Mm-hmm. I'm very honest about like wh- what I'm feeling, and so that's been like very, very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like you have to realize it's okay not to be okay. Yes, Mm. and I think maybe be partly because of the pandemic, we have been talking so much more about mental health and making sure that you are, you know, are able to speak about it and not get stigmatized by that. And so we spend a lot of time on our podcast talking about it. And I think the work that you're doing, even if some people don't want to hear it, I know these people who they are like, they can <laughs> shove it up their ass. Oh. Because uh, uh, Amanda has some some folks close to her that have chosen to no longer be in her life because they, they basically think she's a liar. Oh, fuck them. That's what I'm saying. Oh, my gosh. So you're going to encounter these people if you're on a journey sometimes. And the best thing that, Amanda, you have done is to keep going and keep talking about your experience because other people need to know that they're not alone. So what you're doing is so important. Thanks, Holly. Because I've just, like, questioned, like, I've really isolated myself probably, like, the last six months. Um, mm-hmm. And I've just not sh- shared, really, anything I'm going through, like, with people, you know. And I just don't know what to do. And so I, I don't know if I, sh- like, everyone, my parents are, like, people are sick of hearing about this. But you're, so, you got to share your story. Absolutely, because it's going through it. your story. And Scott's right. You're, still, you're literally still in it. Like, literally. Like, I, that <laughs> makes no sense to me when people say that because that is your story. Right. And if people don't want to read about it, then they can get the fuck off of your social media. Like, and that they is ha- And some have. And that's what's hurtful, too, you know, because you want your friends. Right. Or your family to feel like you, you want to feel like you have a network. Absolutely. But um, then those people yeah. were truly, unfortunately, in your network. And I feel like that is the true sign. And I know it, you know, like, I, I don't know where you are in that, Amanda, but as a person who's had the trials and tribulations and gone through things, what I have learned and what's gotten me through those tough times is I always remind myself that if those people aren't willing to be there through those tough times, I didn't need them in the first place and they never had my back. Just because we can go to dinner and we can have fun when the times are good, if you can't be there in the tough times, then we weren't really friends. Because what the fuck are friends for if you can't be there with them through those really, really hard times? They're not the people for you, but the people that are there, that are listening, that are liking and commenting and checking in, those are the people that are in your network. Those are the true, true, true friends that are there for you. And, I mean, I see some of your—I'm not on Facebook much anymore, but I do see some of the posts you have on um, Instagram. And, you know, I'm, like, right in there liking them because I'm like, man, she is just— 
killing it with this. It just sucks because you don't see it from yeah. the perch where I'm at. And you can only see it from like the people around you that are like, oh my God, I'm sick of right. this. Or like, eh, I don't know. Right, right. <laughs> and I'm like, God, I wish those people would just get the F out of the way. I don't know why I said F, like might as well say, say fuck. Uh-huh. Let's get the fuck out of the way <laughs> so that you can, you know, you will, so that you're able to find your tribe. Yeah. And that, you know, right. are, are in sync with you. So I just, right. oh, it's, it, and it's, it's not like it's easy. And I think people think that might maybe mental no. health stuff is, is like easier. It's like, oh, I'm going to be there for my friend oh my God. until you actually have to be there for your friend. Right. And it's not right. easy. I walk in the park. Yeah. And honestly, like my best friend had a newborn when I was going through like the roughest part of COVID. So we were on FaceTime all the time. And like, even when I couldn't talk, you know, she was there. She would be, um, because I live less than a mile from the hospital. So I would just drive myself instead of waiting for like an ambulance. But I couldn't speak to the people that like were admitting me to the ER and she would have to talk to them. And she has like trauma from that experience too, because she was like trying to save her best friend and she couldn't be around me. Right. Right. And so it's just like, Oh my gosh, like I put trauma on like my, my, some of my family and my friends. And so you have that guilt too. And then Mm. like you still haven't recovered, but I do have like support groups for those that may be a long hauler or Mm. whatever, like social media has those groups because there's thousands upon thousands of us. Uh, And so it's like, that is nice. And like Holly, of course you and like you guys just saying all of that like it is nice to hear and and know that you have other support and just like keep sharing your story but it's just so hard it's so hard you know so hard and some days you don't have to right some of those days you just want to sit and just be in it (laughs) yeah you don't have to be a warrior every single day nope not at all that's not your responsibility But we we hear you and we feel you and we wanted to get this update and I am glad you have the groups yeah. and I am glad that you have what it sounds like a great therapist and psychiatrist and you have done the hard work of helping yourself too, mm-hmm. which is hard. Oh my gosh. This, yes. This like mental journey I'm on and the spirituality journey and like, oh my gosh, it's, been amazing because I've confronted like myself and oh and I I'm not people pleasing anymore mm. you know uh, like my health yep praise yep yeah that so good. and that's very hard for me and so I'm just like I, I don't know it's it's been a trip like I'm yeah. such a believer that like everything happens for a reason so obviously like this is all happening for a greater good, but oh. <laughs> but damn, if it didn't Whoa. have to be so hard, right? I mean, you're geez. like, why, right? why, <laughs> why, Jesus, why? I know. Jesus. Um, Give me a break, just a little. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Amanda, b- before we uh, close out, I do want to ask: Would you mind sharing? And if you don't feel comfortable, that's fine. Um, some of the resources, in case there are people listening that are maybe long haulers, and you know, they're like, "Ooh, I didn't know that there were resource groups online." Um, would you feel comfortable sure. sharing some of those with us or in, is it on Facebook, yes. Instagram? Yes. So, um, I really go to fuck for, um, I'm trying to look it up right now. Mm. Um, cause I deactivated my Facebook for like two months. Cause I didn't want to see like the memories cause you know, mm. <laughs> yep. I understand that. And those Facebook so memories have- can be bad. 
Yeah, so I, like, recommend that <laughs> to people. Um, and then the COVID, if you just do the search bar, and then there's um, COVID-19 support group. A lot of them are private just because they are protecting, like, us long haulers. Or um, And it's not just long haulers. If you've had COVID, if you've had someone that you lost because of COVID, mm. um, or anything, like, along those, like, we support each other if you've lost someone to COVID, if you're just like, it's just a support group where you love one another. And if you're not being supportive, you get kicked out. So, So, um, the COVID-19 support group is one of my favorites. Okay. And, um, yeah. And they share a lot of links on there. So if you just search for it, it will pop up and, um, on Facebook, those are my favorite ones. And, yeah. Okay. I think that's good. Perfect. Well, we yeah. are sending you some hugs through the phone mm-hmm. online and just, uh, yes, you know, hugs, just hugs. take it one, one day at a time, girl, one day at a time. And thank you for agreeing to you come on it. and share your updated story. I really appreciate it. Of course. I love you guys. I love your show. I listen all the way from Indiana. Hey. So. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, girl. Love you it. guys are the best. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank, Thank you. And you, you too. You too. Don't Absolutely. let anybody tell you otherwise. Aw, you guys are the best. Oh, we All love right. you so much. Have a great rest of your day, okay? Love you. Bye. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. Oh, what a brave, brave, brave For individual. For real. Yeah. Jeez. Yes. Cannot imagine. I know. I, I was so heartbroken because we she got in touch with me when I had COVID in November Please believe she was like the first person to plow into my DMs and was like, girl, what? What do you uh, need? What can I do? What you got? What? You need something? I'm going to send you soup. I was like, I'm okay. I'm okay. I, I'm very thankful and, and lucky that I did not have it as bad as she had it. Yeah. Um, but then we got start, started talking more from there and how some of the people in her life have been just terrible about it. So sad. It's very sad. Just, just That is just disgusting to me. I just, I will never understand. And obviously just some people don't have the capacity for empathy. I guess not. But it will just never cease to amaze me how you just as a human being can't for one second be like, wow, this person's in a really tough spot. Maybe let me not be an asshole for one second. It just will never cease to amaze me. It's like people, it was like, I don't know what the psychology behind it is, but it's like whoever was being an asshole is like, this is too much for me, and so now instead when, yep. of um, opening up and being vulnerable with you, I'm just gonna shut it down because I don't like it. So you're you're lying, and you're uh, an attention whore, and you're this, and you're that, and Ugh. I can go back and just live my life and not worry about <sighs> it. Just that just is just gross to me. Just so gross. Disgusting. Um, on that note, Scott, what's your social media? At Scott Taflin. S C O T T T A V L I N. Holly. Radio Holly. TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. Miguel Fuller for all of mine. Leave us a review, please. If you want some Miguel and Holly stickers, you can always shoot me an email with your name and address to Miguel at hot1015tampabay.com. We will see you back here on Friday. Catch up up with the previous episodes of the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast from Hot 101.5. Just hit up the Hot 101.5 app, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Search Miguel and Holly Uncensored. Uncensored.